Hello, and thank you for joining us. Um, we're very glad to have you as we devote ourselves to the Lord and in fellowship to one another. Um, before we start, I just want you to say, um, look at your neighbor. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, that's not what we're going to do today. Um, but I'm sure some of you missed that um, because we, we get that a lot during services in the churches. Um, but I love um, this time. And my wife and I gave birth to a, a daughter about 11 weeks ago. Um, and we just want to say thank you to everyone um, within the church who has prayed for us, who gave us gifts, and for all the good advice that you guys gave us. Um, we're very grateful. We've had a very interesting lockdown, um, but we've, we, we've thoroughly enjoyed it and getting to know our new da- uh, our daughter. Um, well, she is new <laughs> to the world and to us. Um, yeah, so that's been awesome. But I think um, what I've been doing as um, we've been in lockdown and as the pandemic has hit is I've, but I've just been looking at how um, we react and how we respond to what's going on, you know? Because, um, you know, I've always thought about what, what actually our reaction or our response as people would be um, if we were threatened, our existence was threatened, you know? Um, and I'm sure we've all watched movies and we've seen um, different um, depictions of what would happen if maybe it was the end of the world um, as we know it. Um, but I've always been asking myself, like just playing it on my mind, um, would we see mass lawlessness and hysteria or would we see people like filling up at the priest's um, houses, houses and, um, you know, wanting to, to get salvation and wanting to make their life right with God? Um, yeah, but I've, I've, I've had the privilege um, during this pandemic and during our, our lockdown here in South Africa to actually see how we'd actually respond. And I think one of the things that really uh, grabbed my attention is how we started stockpiling toilet paper. <laughs> you know, like uh, when, I was, when I was thinking of most essential things that people uh, would stockpile, uh, toilet paper was not one of the, <laughs> the first things that I thought about. But I mean, at the end of the day, we started, um, we've seen people stockpiling toilet paper. Um, we've seen um, people breaking into liquor houses. Um, we've seen um, thieves uh, targeting um, vacant offices during this time. We've also seen schools being vandalized. That was a weird one for me, um, but, but, but that's been happening. You know? But we, all, we haven't only seen like, the, the lawlessness um, during this time, but we've also seen people coming, um, the, good, the goodness and, and good nature of people come out during this time. And we've seen people um, giving out masks and sanitizer and food and all, a whole assortment of other um, essentials um, for poor and, 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 and vulnerable people during this time. Um, you know, and we've, and we've seen other people who go to the shop and, and who do run errands for the elderly and those who have immune systems that are compromised uh, because they, 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 they want to help protect them. You know, so we've seen um, the lawlessness um, play out, and we've also seen um, people being good and, and, and helping one another during this time. Um, but I, what has startled me or what has been really interesting to me is how people have continued in sinful ways. You know, uh, like, you, you, you'd almost expect 
um, when something drastic like this happens, that people's behavior will change drastically. And, and, and this is what sometimes people, this is how people think, you know, when you're asking them when they're going to change their ways for, the, for better, um, people will give you answers like, um, you know, when I'm a bit older, I'll, I'll stop taking drugs. Or when I'm, when I'm maybe married, then I'll be faithful to one person. Um, or, you know, like stuff like that. And, and, and people have that mentality that when something drastic or at a, at a specific time or a specific occurrence happens, then they will, they will change things. You know, but that, that, that hasn't happened. Um, sin and sinfulness has, has remained as it was, and, and in some instances it has gotten worse, worse you know. Um, so it's, it, it's, that, that's been very interesting to me, and it, it, it made me look into it and why um, it's happened like that. And I think it has a lot to do with the nature of sin. Um, sin in itself um, is... is Sin in itself is is very is is very deceptive, um, and it's and it keeps you longer than you want it to be there, um, and and that's and that's really the nature of what sin is. And so I started thinking um, about what sin actually does and and how it actually comes into our lives and and and, and why um, we we we're still um, with it even during these times where where things are so um, hectic, you know. Um, and so before we carry on longer, I, I just want to define what, I, what it is that I mean when I'm talking about sin. Um, and I've, 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 I've found a quote um, by Susanna Wesley, um, who's John Wesley's um, mom, um, and, and this is how she defines sin. She says, whatever weakens your reason impairs the tenderness of your conscience obscures your sense of God, takes off your relish for spiritual things, whatever increases the authority of the body over the mind. That thing is sin to you, however innocent it may be in itself. So as we carry on and we're talking about sin and we're talking about the, the consequences and its effect, um, that's the definition that I'd like us to work with. Um, so before we just get, really get into it, let's start off with some scripture. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 10, verse 10, verse 12 to 13. It says, So if you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. And so that, that's the good news that I wanted to talk about today, that even though people are still um, stuck in sin and they're still um, going through sinful ways um, that they maybe thought they would be able to shake off right now, um, that's the good news that Scripture has, that everything that we, we, we're encountering, that, that temptation is, is not a sin in itself, you know, and it's, it's, it's common to mankind. Um, and it talks about the fact that God will actually come in and he will help us um, to, to, to shake off the, the shackles of sin, as it, may, as it were. Um, so let's, let's just start by talking about how sin actually is. So because it, it helps if we understand how sin works, it helps us to, 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 to stay f free from it. Um, so if we look at the fact that sin is deceptive, 
Um, the scripture I'd like to, us to read is James 1, verse 13 to 15. Um, and it talks about, and it, it goes like this. It says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when, when the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is full grown, it brings forth death. Now this is a very insightful scripture about how sin actually works. It talks about the fact that um, it's not God who actually brings temptation to us. Um, but temptation comes because of, of, of what glitters and what captures our attention. And some of the things that capture our, our attention are not things that are good for us, are not things that will add value to our lives and will add value to um, the purpose that God has called us to. But unfortunately, some of those things are things that will actually diminish um, your ability to, 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 to do good and to be good in, in the situations around you. And it can cause things to crumble all around you. And, and it's just very interesting how the scripture breaks down how sin comes into our life. It comes in um, when we first start seeing something and then we, we, we start thinking about it. And I think at that point, we have a choice. At that point, we have a choice of saying, you know what, I'm going to um, carry on thinking and maybe um, uh, uh, going into this thing, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand back and I'm, I'm not going to go into this. Um, but unfortunately, it would be great if all of us stopped there, but unfortunately, um, some of us meditate on this thing and think about it so much that it becomes a desire in our hearts. Now, we all know that when something is a desire, um, the whole weight and everything within us wants to go there. And, and that's where the devil wants us to be. He wants us to be in the place where sinful, um, sinful things are, are, are a desire for us. It's something that we... And, 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 and you know, our desires are very, are, are very strong. We, we go after our desires. We shape our lives and we, and, we, and we make things happen in a way so that our desires may come to pass. And, and, when, and when sin gets to that, when temptation gets to that point, it becomes a bit dangerous. Um, but it doesn't stop there. Because when, 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 when sin, temptation and sin is now a desire, then we, it comes on to full-blown sin. Um, and when now it's become full-blown sin, and then it, it, it just brings death. Um, it, it brings uh, things to, to break and, and makes things, um, it makes things fall away from our lives. It makes our life, um, our, it takes away from our health and, 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 from, and from things that, uh, uh, that are actually normally would, would, would give, the, give us life. Um, so, so that's the nature of sin. It's deceptive. Um, when, when, when we first come into it, um, we, we, we're still thinking we're in charge. We're still thinking, um, I know where the boundaries are. I know what I'm doing. You know, when we, 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 when we think about it, we think, you know what, I'm just going to be taking drugs so that I can have fun and I can enhance my happiness, you know, and, you, and, you, and, and I've never known anyone who comes into drugs and, 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 and is thinking, you know what, I'm going to start doing drugs because I want to be addicted and I want to, to form a habit of stealing people's things so that I can support my habit. 
I've never come across someone like that. And I've never come across someone who says, you know what, I'm going to start gambling so that I can lose everything that I have and even including my family in, in the stuff I'm going to lose. I've never met people who do that. But everyone, when they start, they're starting thinking, you know what, I've, I've, I have, I have the, 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 the boundaries. I have the, I, I, I'm in control of what I'm doing. But there comes a time where sin actually takes over and it takes control. And that's the second part of what I want to talk about, is that sin conducts a, a hostile takeover. Um, you know, in business, sometimes um, there, there, there's, there's, there's corporates or, or there's people who will take over your business, whether you want to or not. And, and, and that's the kind of thing that sin actually does with us, is, is that while we are in the place where we're thinking we're in control, if we let it, if we let it go and we, and we carry on in those sinful ways for long enough, there's a time where they will, t- they will start taking over and they will take power. And this is a, this is a quote by Ravi Zacharias. It says, sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and make you pay more and cost more than you want to pay. Sin will take you further than where you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. So that, that, that quote just really summarizes and, 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 and captures um, the nature of sin and what it does. Um, but then you, if, you, if, you, if you look at it, it also, it also sounds like an addiction. You know, it's, it's usually addictions um, that, that, that have the same characteristics that this quote is talking about. Um, and, 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 when we, and when we realize that, we start to see that sin actually works kind of an addiction. And you, you start to realize that we are more addicted than we, we care to think. You know, when we, when we think about addictions, we typically think of your, your drugs and, and other substances like that. Um, but there's, there's so many things that, that, that addict us and bring us in and, and, and deeper and deeper into them until we're so deep that we can't get ourselves up, that we need help. Um, and, and this is the good news that I want to talk about, is, is that no matter how much sin takes away from you, and no matter what it costs you, that there is a way out. And that is the good news that I want to bring to us today. Um, if, we look, if we look at the scripture um, that we were talking about, is, is that God tells us that, you know what, these temptations that come at us and, 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 that, and that are there, these temptations are, are normal, and they are normal to, to all mankind. You know, these, these are not... These are not extra or super temptations. Even though sometimes when you, you're stuck in that place, um, it, it really feels like that, doesn't it? It, it feels like you, 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 you can't get out. This is something that you can't break free from. This is something that you have to do. This is something that you, you can't stop your body from, 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 from getting out of the door and going to a certain place. Or, or, or you know, what, what thinking about, about things in a certain way. Um, but then the, what Scripture tells us is that these things are within our power to withstand, and these are things that are within our power to not go after. Um, but it doesn't only stop there. It, 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 it goes on to say that even if we do, um, and that God is there with us, and He will make a way for us to get out. And that's what I really want to press in our spirits um, today, that we, we do not have to be slaves to sin. We do not have to be enslaved to it, but we can break free from sin. Um, 
and and this is this this is how we can get out. Um, you know, it's it's very important that you know practically how to get out of these situations, um, because they usually take so much away from us, and and eventually they take our our own lives. Um, so. What are the ways that we can get out? Number one is salvation and redemption. Salvation and redemption are one of the most important, powerful tools that God has given us to withstand, um, self, um, to withstand sin um, and, 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 and what it takes away from us. You know, when Jesus died on the cross those 2,000 years ago, he gave us a way out. He gave us... Um, he gave us a new, a new, a new, a new slate, um, which is what, what redemption talks about, is that even the things that you, you think are, are beyond repair and the things that you, you, you think, you know, I've, I've messed these up and, and, and nothing can ever revive them, that's what Jesus died on the cross for, so that he brings us to salvation, he changes us, and he makes us a new person, he changes our heart, and he also restores and redeems some of the things which we have messed up along the way. And, and, it, and, and what it does is it brings grace. You know, grace comes as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a part of that process of salvation and redemption. And what grace does is it enables us um, to withstand um, the, the powers of sin. You know, so grace is, is an enabling power that helps us to withstand the powers and the, the powers of sin. Um, and if you look at 1 Corinthians 15, verse 56 to 57, it says, for sin, for sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thank God, but thanks to God, he gives us victory over sin and death over, through our Lord Jesus Christ. The second, the second way out that God gives us is through scripture, through the renewing of our minds. Um, if we look at Romans 12 verse 2, it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Um, so, when we, so, so when we get into that place where we, we, we are starting to challenge our beliefs, and we're starting to challenge the status quo, and we're starting to challenge our desires, and we're trying to challenge the things that excite us and the things that draw us, um, and, we, and we're starting to juxtapose them with what we're reading in the Word and what we're seeing um, in God, uh, what we're seeing that God actually wants us to do and how God actually wants us to think about certain things. Um, that is, the, that, that is a great way um, that God has given us um, for a way out because then our, 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 sin, our, our, our desires start to change. Um, the things that we desire, the things that excite us, the things that we, we look forward to start to change because our mind is being renewed and we're starting to see things in a different way and we're starting to challenge those, those falsehoods um, that, were, that, that were our desires. Um, and when that happens, we, we, we start growing closer to God. We start becoming more of who He wants us to be and we start really, um, really getting a way out and breaking free from the clutches of sin. And... The third way is, is a very important way. It's, it's through prayer and accountability. If you look at James 5, 
Um, it says, confess, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So that's, that's, that's a very important scripture um, because a lot of us, um, we, the, and, this, and this happened mostly with people who already are Christians and who already have given their lives to Christ and maybe they've told everyone that this is the kind of life that I'm living. And, and for a lot of people who have done that, it becomes very hard for them um, to talk about um, sin when it comes into their lives and to talk about how, uh, how it's actually um, derailing them and, 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 and how they, they actually need help. You know, so we, we have the situation where people are stuck, literally stuck, um, with this thing that they really hate and they're thinking, I don't have anyone to talk to. And I want to encourage us this morning um, that each and every one of us can go out and should go out um, because what God tells us is that when sin is exposed in the light, that is when its power dies over our lives. And, and, that, is, and that is the good news that, that God has for us that if we, that he brings us into fellowship with other people that we can form bonds and relationships with and get to trust them, and then we can start having accountable relationships with them where they, we are accountable to them and they are accountable to us. And these are not um, relationships where there's a detective who's always um, investigating what you're doing. No, this is, a, this is an open um, and trusting relationship where two people know that they need to volunteer information and where they know that they can ask about certain things and that they will get a, a, a true and honest answer. Um, and so it's very important that we pray for one another, that we're accountable to one another and we confess when there's things that are weighing us down and when, when, when things have become out of hand, you know, they, they've, they've gotten out of hand and we thought we could control them, we thought we were in charge, um, but, you know, they've overpowered us. Um, it's very important for us to, to get around and that's why it's so important, um, the, 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 the message that Spore was, was giving to us last week about um, having community and, 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 and the kononia. Um, and it's so important for us to be in fellowship with one another and to know one another and to trust one another and to, and to, to grow those strong relationships so that when we find ourselves in, in these sticky situations that we know that we can call on people, that we have the relational capital to speak into people's lives and to have people speak into our lives um, for the glory of God and for the better of our own selves and families and <laughs> generations. Um, yeah, so prayer and accountability is very important. There's a power in prayer um, that, that breaks all, all, all powers of the enemy. And, 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 and Jesus has given us that so that we can use it as a way out of the, of the sinful nature. Um, if we look at 1 Corinthians 6, verse 12, it says, All things are lawful for me but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but I will not come under the power of any. It's, it's, very, it's very important for us to know the scripture because otherwise we can look at Christianity as a, as a, as a way of, of maybe avoiding sin or avoiding um, things that will make you be a bad person. Um, but that's not what Christianity is about. 
Christianity is about um, helping you or, or making you rather live the life um, that God has purpose for you. And it's also about making sure that you will live with your creator forever as he has in, had intended. Um, so when we, when we start looking at Christianity for what it really is and for what it is, then we start realizing that, 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 that sin is that sad little thing that tries to take away from that, that tries to steal from what God is making us do and what God wants us to, to do and to be. Um, and then we start, we start realizing that we, we are meant to live under a different power. Because um, when, when the scripture is talking about, I shall not come under the power of anything, um, so often when we come under the power of our desires and under the power of temptation, we, we usually succumb to things that we ought not to have succumbed to. But let me give you um, th- this illustration this morning. What if we were to come under the power of the one who loves us, under the power of the one who created us and knows us and knows why we are on this earth and what it is that we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it and where we're supposed to do it. That is the, the most important thing that we live for and that is, is, is how we can really break out of, the, of, 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 of sin and have a way out is that instead of being under the power of sin, we become under the power of God's righteousness and that righteousness rules in our lives, that we, 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 we have these friends around us who will, who will pray with us and for us and who, make us, uh, and who we can be accountable with and who we can be open and transparent with. Then we can also have um, times of prayer where God is changing our minds and is showing us how he created us and what he created us for. And we can also have times where where we, we, are, we, we, we really um, commit ourselves to salvation and to Christ and, and to living for him for, forever. Um, and if we do these things, then we find ourselves under the right power and, 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 and the righteousness, and we continue to live for the, the life that God had made us to live, and we continue to, 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 to have a chance to be with God in eternity. And that is so important because that is why Jesus Christ died on the cross for us, so that um, we could put away every, every, every weight and, and be with him. He, 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 he was not happy when he saw what sin was doing to us. He was not happy when he saw what our decisions that we were making. Maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes we weren't aware of, 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 the, of the impact of the decision that we we're making, but he wasn't happy about that. And he said, you know what? I will take their place. I will, I will take whatever consequences they have to face because I am their, their father and I want to be with them forever. And as we are as we are in these times of of this of of this pandemic, and we, we there's so many uncertainties, um, there's so there's so much anxiety amongst us, and 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 a lot of us are thinking, will I make it? Will I see my father? Am I living the life um, that is pleasing to him? Um, what 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 I'm saying today is that he is waiting for you to make the decision to trust in him, to continue to, 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 to read his word and to have fellowship with people around you and to trust in the power of prayer to break all sin and live that life that he has called you to live. Um, I'd like us to pray um, as, we, as we close today.
Father, I want to pray for everyone who's enslaved to sin today. I want to pray that you break the power of sin over our lives and that you bring the power of righteousness over us. I want to pray that you restore all reasoning, Father God, in people's minds that have been affected by substances um, and every other thing. I pray, Father God, for families that have been affected um, by people's decisions that were not um, honoring of you. And I pray, Lord God, um, that you will bring um, each and every person who has, who has messed up and who has realized that, you know what, I, I can't do this by myself. I pray that you may bring them to a place where they realize that you are their God and that you are their Father and you have only their good intentions in heart and that they will come to you. And I pray, Lord, that you may make us new today. Give us new hearts. Give us new desires, desires that are honoring to you, desires that are good to you, good for us, and desires that will enhance our lives and those who are around us. Lord, we pray that no matter what um, the situation may be in the world, that we may live those lives that are pleasing to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.